This is the mystic recipe with which you can bake anything in your imagination. You can experience anything in your life. This is the mystic recipe that makes you truly free. It makes you captain of your fate, master of your own destiny. All right, welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is a show all about making Neville's teachings easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with chapter 13 of The Power of Awareness, and chapter 13 is titled Acceptance. Neville starts chapter 13 with a quote, and the quote is not attributed to anyone, it's just in quotation marks, and it reads, Man's perceptions are not bounded by organs of perception. He perceives more than sense, though ever so acute, can discover. Now, this quote uses some outdated language here, so we're going to clarify it, make it really simple. So what he's saying is that what we perceive is not limited only by our senses, right? We can actually, even though our senses are rather refined and we can sense a lot, being able to see, hear, taste, touch, smell, right? We're able to see a lot. We have good senses. And yet, we can also perceive more than our senses can discover. There's a whole world that is not touched by the realm of our five senses. Neville writes, however much you seem to be living in a material world, you are actually living in a world of imagination. The outer physical events of life are the fruit of forgotten blossom times, results of previous and usually forgotten states of consciousness. They are ends running true to oft-times forgotten imaginative origins. Now, remember how we've been talking throughout this series about how imagination is the world of cause, and the world that we observe out here is the world of effect. However, there's many times when we forget our imaginal acts that are the cause that generate the world of effects. Neville calls this the vegetable memory, right? Vegetable meaning that it decays, right? It decays. It's great to start and then it decays over time. That's just part of being human. We have these vegetable memories that decay. And so what we're seeing in the world outside, if it surprises us, it's because We are the cause. It's not that we're not the cause. We are the cause. We are always the cause. Our imagination always is the cause, and the world is always a reflection or the effect thereof. However, if it's a surprise to us, it may be because we've simply forgotten the origin, right? We've forgotten the state that has given birth to the effects that we're observing in the external world. He says the outer events of life are ends running true to origins in imagination. Even if we've forgotten that we did the imaginal act, we still see the effects in our world. Whenever you become completely absorbed, completely absorbed in an emotional state, you are, at that moment, assuming the feeling of the state fulfilled. Whenever you become completely absorbed Now, this isn't just on the positive side, right? This is not just positive or just negative. It's both, right? So when you become completely emotionally absorbed, that something, you know, something good, something bad to use those terms, right? But something that feels like how you want it to feel and something that feels like how you don't want it to feel. When you become emotionally absorbed in that, 
You are living in the feeling of that state. Good, bad, happy, sad, it doesn't matter. You are living in the feeling of that state fulfilled. If persisted in, Neville writes, whatsoever you are so intensely emotional about, you will experience in your world. This is the secret. If you persist in feeling that the state is real now, emotionally, you will see the results of that, of dwelling in that emotional state. You will see the results of that in your world. These periods of absorption, of concentrated attention, are the beginnings of the things you harvest. So we're gardeners, and our lives are our gardens. We're the master gardeners, meaning that it's up to us what we plant, where we plant it, how we plant it, and also what we water, and how we go about fertilizing the soils of our minds and imaginations. We're the master chief head gardeners. And the way that we plant is through periods of absorbed attention. Absorbed attention, concentrated attention. We're fully absorbed in the act of planting. And that's the beginning. It's the seed going into the soil that eventually grows into a plant that eventually bears fruit that eventually yields the harvest. It is in such moments that you are exercising your creative power. The only creative power there is. Now, this is where we really get down to it. There is no creative power outside of imagination. Imagination is the beginning. It is the end. And it is everything in between. Imagination is it. Alpha, the omega, right? Imagination is all. It is the only creative power there is. And it is in such moments of, of attention absorption that we are exercising the only creative power there is. At the end of these periods, or moments of absorption, Neville writes, you speed from these imaginative states where you have not been physically to where you were physically in an, an instant ago. So in my imagination, I place myself into circumstances, feelings, a world that I'm not at physically, but I go there in imagination. And then I'm pulled back physically to where I was. And then the bridge of incidents leads me physically to where I first was imaginatively. This is the idea of preparing your place or, you know, I go to prepare a place for you. My, my father's house, there are many mansions, right? Many states. I'm going to go prepare one of these states by going into imagination. Then I'll come back and I'll get you, which is me, my physical body, and I'll bring you there. In these periods, the imagined state is so real that when you return to the objective world and find that it is not the same as the imagined state, it is an actual shock. Now, this is a metric of our power. If we can go somewhere psychologically and make it so real in our imagination that when we come back to the physical world, we're actually kind of shocked, that is an excellent measure of our personal power. This is the goal to achieve, to make our imagination pictures this real. You have seen something in imagination with such vividness that you now wonder whether the evidence of your senses can now be believed. I saw it so vividly. Is it really not there? Injects a question, right? 
did I really see that? Do I really see what I'm seeing now? Or do I really see what I saw in my imagination? The goal is to make the forms of imagination as vivid, if not more vivid, than the forms of anything you can register with your senses. You have seen something in imagination with such vividness that you now wonder whether the evidence of your senses can now be believed. And like Keats, the author, you ask, was it a vision or a waking dream? Fled is that music. Do I wake or sleep? This shock reverses your time sense. By this is meant that instead of your experience resulting from your past, it now becomes the result of being in imagination where you have not yet been physically. This is time travel. Time travel and imagination, right? Now, time travel, it's, it's more complex than the time element of travel, but it is travel. You're traveling somewhere in your imagination. And now, rather than, the, than your experience resulting out of what you've just done, now your experience results out of where you just were in imagination. Now, this is, again, this is taking subjective control as opposed to allowing your attention to be drawn from the outside, which is when events seem to come out of the past based on what I was doing yesterday is what I'm doing today. Now it's, I've taken subjective control. I'm going there first in my imagination. And then what happens today happens because of where I was in imagination, which was the future becoming now. In effect, this moves you across a bridge of incident to the physical realization of your imagined state. The man who, at will, can assume whatever state he pleases, has found the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The man, the woman, the human, who can assume whatever state they please, at any time, at any place, regardless of what appears to be happening, that man, woman, human, has found the keys to the kingdom of heaven. The keys are desire, imagination, and a steadily focused attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. This is the mystic recipe with which you can bake anything in your imagination. You can experience anything in your life. This is the mystic recipe that makes you truly free, that makes you captain of your fate, master of your own destiny. And the keys are desire. You have to want something, right? Or desire something. It's not so much wanting, right? It's not the state of wanting, but it's becoming aware that you would like to experience something. That's desire. There's something I would like to experience in the flesh. Imagination. Let me go into my super vivid imagination where I know I can experience all things and let me experience it now. Steadily focused attention on the feeling of the wish fulfilled. As I'm experiencing this in my imagination, let me get so completely emotionally absorbed in the feeling of the wish fulfilled and sustaining my attention therein that I hold the state and holding the state, it hardens into fact. These are the three ingredients, the mystic recipe of life. 
the mystic recipe of creation. To such a man, any undesirable objective fact is no longer a reality, and the ardent wish is no longer a dream. So to the one who has found the keys to the kingdom of heaven, anything that appears to be an objective fact in the external world is no longer a reality. You can pop it out of existence just like that because you know that this is the world of cause. You can take the life from it just like that. And then your wish, it's no longer just a dream. It's no longer a hope for or trying to get, right? It's also, boom, in existence. How do I know? I'm experiencing it right now. In my imagination, the creative power of the universe, just like that. I'm experiencing it in my imagination. Prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Malachi 3.10 The windows of heaven may not be opened and the treasure seized by a strong will. It's not efforting, right? It's not trying to get. You're not willing something into being. That's not how the windows of heaven are open. We don't open them with our will. Neville writes, they open of themselves and present their treasures as a free gift. A gift that comes when absorption, this idea we've been talking about this entire episode, this idea of emotional absorption, when absorption reaches such a degree that it results in a feeling of complete acceptance. The windows of heaven open themselves and give the free gift. When absorption reaches the degree that results in a feeling of complete acceptance, be still and know. Rest in the Lord. The passage from your present state to the feeling of your wish fulfilled is not across a gap. You don't go across a gap from your present state to the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Rather, Neville writes, there is continuity between the so-called real and unreal. To cross from one state to the other, you simply extend your feelers. You trust your touch and enter fully into the spirit of what you are doing. What does he mean, extend? your feelers, right? It's visiting that place in your imagination. It's feeling it real now, extending your feelers, feeling in your imagination, what would the feeling be like? That is what builds the bridge, extending the feelers, trusting that touch. When you touch that state, you know, you feel it. You become absorbed in it. You can trust that touch. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. It's not by strength. You don't effort or will your way into the kingdom of heaven. It's not a power thing. It's a spirit thing. It's a being thing. It's a, it's a state thing. It's a feeling thing. That's the spirit of it. You enter in the spirit of it, right? You don't seize or conquer it. You enter into the spirit of it. You become it. 
in your spirit. And that is what saith the Lord of hosts. Assume the spirit, the feeling of the wish fulfilled, and you will have opened the windows to receive the blessing. To assume a state is to get into the spirit of it. Catching the mood. We talked about this. How do you get in the spirit of a state? You catch the mood. Your triumphs will be a surprise only to those who did not know your hidden passage from the state of longing to the assumption of the wish fulfilled. It'll only be a surprise to those who do not witness you going into your imagination and moving from the state of not having to the state of having and the wish fulfilled. The Lord of hosts, imagination, all that is, will not respond to your wish until you have assumed the feeling of already being what you want to be. This is because you and I are the creative power. It's not out there. This is not something in objective reality out there creating it for us. You and I are the creative power. We must move first. We must smile into the mirror before the mirror will ever show us a smiling face looking back. The Lord of hosts will not respond to your wish until you have assumed the feeling of already being what you want to be. For acceptance is the channel of his action. Acceptance is the Lord of hosts in action. And that concludes chapter 13 of The Power of Awareness, titled Acceptance. I have a prompt for you. What do you think about this? What did you learn today? Are you learning about attention? Are you learning about states? Are you learning about assumption? Are you learning about the feeling of the wish fulfilled? There's so much gold, diamonds, and treasures to discover in this work. Leave me a comment below. Let me know what is most absorbed with your attention at this moment. Tap the thumbs up button to help others find this valuable teaching and subscribe to this channel so that you get Daily Neville tomorrow. It's all for now. Imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next. Yeah.